0: Welcome to my new podcast series of bits and pieces, thoughts, ideas and insights around the topics of brand, strategy, design, experience, technology, innovation and transformation. Today with Sasha Martini, partner at Digital Leadership, a digital strategy execution consultancy. Hi, Sasha.
1: Hallo Nadine. How
0: are you? Sehr good. Thank you. Um, shall we continue in English? Of course, of course. <laughs> Great. Sasha is an experienced business leader for innovation and creativity and former managing director of RJA Media Group, as well as former CEO of Razorfish. Sasha, before we dive right in, I would like to start with a short Q&A session for our listeners to get an even better picture of who you are. Are you ready? Absolutely. Great. So, what is your favorite app?
1: Uh, I'm sad to say, but it's actually uh, Spiegel Online. It's a little boring, but I have noticed that I actually use it every day. and. At least in terms of usage, I can say that's my favorite app.
0: And that's my, great. Why is it sad? It's a very good communication platform.
1: Yeah, it is. But, but um, you know, these days you always need to be a little bit careful to be not stuck in the echo chamber of information. And if I'm <laughs> honest, um, I have to say I am a little bit.
0: Ah, Okay, we come to that later on. Good to know. <laughs> what is the most exciting trend on the market?
1: So I think... Um, the trend is that, in general, technology is really starting to get more human-centric. So the yeah. the interfaces are really changing. So I think what has happened a couple of years ago um, with the introduction of um, voice assistants and um, and um, other devices, um, we made a start. But I think this will uh, continue. You know, it's also like gesture recognition. So there are different ways to communicate with machines. And it feels more human.
0: Which brand's model you since childhood?
1: Um, honestly, I cannot pick a single one. Um, it's so many, you know, it's like sports brands like Adidas or Nike, but also, I don't know, toys, whatever. I think um, all brands are kind of talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, whether I like it or not. And, and, and it's really hard for me to pick a single
0: one but could you tell us one brand experience which influenced you which excited you
1: um so and of course um i would say nike always excited me mm-hmm. um but a really good brand experience uh, um, brings me to a totally different thing um recently there was opening um a new falafel shop near my house
0: mm-hmm.
1: and <laughs> um the owner just uh, just opened and he gave me um, some things for free to test them. And I wrote a Google review and since then, um, I always get um, some extra falafels for free. That's a really good customer experience and brand experience. So, um...
0: <laughs> and really, really good customer bonding. Yes, I have to say. <laughs> totally. Um, <laughs> of
1: course, scalability may be a problem here, but.
0: <laughs> would you say that you're a rule breaker Sasha um
1: well, I would say sometimes um, I'm so I, I would say in general I'm more rule compliant but sometimes you're confronted with situations where certain things do not make any sense and then I'm really happy to ignore it <laughs> so it depends on the situation
0: could you give us an example
1: uh, for example, when I worked for Publishers group, but I could also name other groups. Um, there are many, many company guidelines, um, and some of them make it make it difficult difficult for you to to do your job. For example, it was not possible as um, a technology company to order certain types of technology. We could not order a Google Glass, for example, back then. <laughs> so. Okay um because because there was no um way to um yeah to, to to do it with the um with the it guidelines there and then we needed to find some hacks to still do it you know um <laughs> yeah.
0: so you work so, your way around then yeah <laughs> <laughs> one thing you can't live without
1: uh i think it's really my smartphone i hate yes. to say it but um, no, so i'm true. addicted like most other people that I know too. So.
0: Great and spontaneous answers. A or B? Are you a quick decision maker or a thorough overthinker? Uh, clearly B. Book or Blinkist?
1: None of them, honestly, because um, I'm I, I have become so digital somehow that I uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's say podcast.
0: Okay, workaholic mm-hmm. or nine to fiver?
1: Um, both. <laughs> um, it really depends on the situation, um, so so um, yeah, sometimes there are phases where, where you're working a lot and sometimes there are phases where it's
0: hard, so. Fashion addict or come as you are?
1: Um, actually, I'm more the fashion addict, I think. Um, although you may not see every day, but actually um <laughs> like it.
0: Trendsetter or wait-and-see yeah. adapter?
1: Um that's also a really difficult one. Um I would say I'm more A, the trendsetter. Mm-hmm. But of course I'm not jumping onto every trend. It's too many. So
0: could that's... you give us a trend or trends um you take credit for?
1: A trend that I take credit for. Um
0: field of work so we jump right in um and with you i want to go straight and literally into media's race um as this is your background so working for a digital leadership a company with a name everyone aspires nowadays to be tell us the secret sasha um how does one actually become a digital leader <laughs>
1: um yeah that's 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 an interesting question i think um what make digital leaders different than, than other leaders is that they are more open to change um, mm-hmm. and they are fast adapters. So so the environment is changing so fast and you need to be able to, to live in a VUCA world and to navigate it and to really um, respond to things um, that you have not seen coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and that of course also suggests a certain working style that is much more flexible um, than traditional, let's say, um, industrial waterfall ways of working.
0: So a more agile approach to them?
1: Yeah, agile is a part of it. Um, I think um, that's not the solution to everything. In some situations it can be um, or can even make things slower. Um, I think it's more a mentality, really. It's more a personality type. Um, that's um, yeah, that is kind of the ideal type for for leading in this type of environments.
0: How would you describe this type, this mentality?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, as I already said, um, open for change, um, <laughs> being able to adapt fast, um, mm-hmm. Being able to accept failure, um, being able to um, not see yourself at the as the center of knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so things are, you know, there are so many specialists um, that are crucial for the success, and you need to be able to to, to listen to these people and to comprehend a lot of information.
0: Good point, good point. And how do you deal with this influx of information? Do you have a secret weapon?
1: So my personal secret weapon is, um, I would say, an experience base filter between mm-hmm. important information and unimportant information. Um, but of course, that, that implies that you need, need to have experience. <laughs> so <laughs> um, one day... And how do you acquire maybe...
0: this experience? by what doing your tip?
1: by constant learning and doing and changing yourself and really also reflecting sometimes yourself yeah. um, because obviously everybody makes wrong decisions um, or or after every project, you know that you would do certain things different next time. I, I personally cannot remember that there was ever a project or anything that went entirely perfect. Um, so, so I think that's what it's about to to understand what you can make better next time, and to apply it to maybe a similar situation that comes up, um, and 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 try the next, maybe different solution for that, you know.
0: Very true, very good points. And with your background in media, what would you say? Um, how has technology changed this field of business?
1: Yeah, significantly, <laughs> obviously. So. Um, I think what we are currently experiencing is um, extremely fast change um, on many levels. So just to, to, to give you an example, you know, from from the stone age to agriculture, it was around about uh, um, 10,000 years. Um, from there to, to the industrial revolution, it was only um, less than 2000 years from the industrial revolution to um, to the internet it was just 200 years and from the internet to now it's it's around about 20 years So um, the change is is rising exponentially. Of course we always had techno um, developments in technology that have changed lives of people but um, the fact that we are currently experiencing change in um, in media makes it...
0: significantly
1: fast yeah sorry um (laughs) my monitor just went black sorry for the interruption yeah uh, (laughs) thanks thanks for helping me out yeah um so exactly it's 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 um extremely fast and um we experience it as very extreme because um it affects our daily communication um so so the technology technological change that we had in the last 20 years was affecting our Personal lives more than the changes that has happened have
0: happened before. And now, with Gemini and Co on the horizon, we talk about seconds of change, right? Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, I think I think what we have ahead of us is probably bigger than the internet (laughs) so currently if you if you ask people they would say um the internet has changed everything of course from economy to um, private communication to media uh, consumption everything is internet based and has changed um, significantly in the last two decades but I think what is uh, ahead of us with AI and potentially even quantum computing um, is an entirely different level so I think we will communicate with machines relatively soon in a way that we would communicate with um, real people. And we will not know the difference anymore um, or not for sure. And I personally have no idea what this does to us as humanity. (laughs) So we cannot change it. It will happen. Um, And it's neither good nor bad. Um, But it will definitely change um, the world.
0: And how will it change our approaches to consultancy to consulting business to strategy
1: so i think first of all um i think for for it's it's kind of a tricky one because Mm -hmm. if you if you just look at it from a from a business side um disruption does actually happen less often than most people think. (laughs) So there are not so many companies that entirely disappeared over the last 20 years. Um, So many businesses um, have been more robust and more resilient uh, towards disruption than than many people think. At the same time, um, many industries and companies are still too too naive sometimes and i think um, they need to be prepared and what does that mean so so they need to have from my perspective um, alternative plans and that means they need to build processes how to innovate Um, Mm -hmm. in the past there was a little bit how can i say that Um, what many companies have done they were building innovation satellites somewhere and saying, yeah, we are working on your business models and all these things. Um, in the meantime, this trend is kind of over. Um, the trend is more that companies are having their um, corporate um, venture um, programs and they try to, to buy um, interesting startups. That's one thing, mm-hmm. of course, that's, that's insourcing. Th- insourcing, that's that's a way to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I personally think um, they need to become better at innovating at the core of their business, mm-hmm. or so really make it a part of the of the core mm-hmm. business and change mentalities there. Um, would, and that's would, way way more difficult.
0: Would you say um, that's why many huge corporates literally incorporate startups to yeah. drive innovation from their core?
1: Um, ideally, yes. Um, but we all know that that many big corporations struggle to do that because um, they have a lot of, uh, call it cultural, um, yeah, cultural That's reasons mm-hmm. why why it's difficult. So I I personally compare it always with um, with the immunic system. So every um, bigger corporation is kind of a body that um, has evolved certain ways to defend itself against any type of intrusion so mm-hmm. what what is actually a healthy thing that is what we call culture um, what differentiates this company from 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 other companies at the same time um, it's also very resistant towards new things that can be good for the company so this is more comparable to an allergy
0: <laughs> where mm-hmm. something
1: what does not, actually does I not like use,
0: this analogy. Hmm?
1: um it does not do you any harm but your body is trying to get rid of it and mm-hmm. this is what we see in many companies so so i see many allergic reactions in companies happening this is um, slowing down the whole process
0: i i very much like this analogy of the body and of this holistic system and systems we are talking about here so um, as for digital leadership, your company, a transformation, a strategy execution consultancy, how do you help um, businesses get over that or to deal with it?
1: Yeah, so so what we are doing um, is not like a traditional strategy consultancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, coming in, doing, doing um, a lot of strategic work and then leave with um, a presentation of recommendations (laughs) so this is what Mm -hmm. happens very often what we are doing is actually more enablement um it's actually training the organization to do the actual work themselves so we are just giving them the frameworks the tools and Mm -hmm. help them applying them but it's clear that we are um out of the process at a certain point in time, and they take over themselves to really implement it into into their organization and work with the things. So so project that I was busy with uh, actually over the course of the last year was uh, implementing a value proposition process um, that is supposed to lead more customer centric communication, but also product development and really implement it to the organization as a way of working. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's very very different to come into coming into the company do a few workshops and then leave again
0: Mm -hmm. so a very systemic approach to consulting
1: um yeah i would say yes yes and of course there are many many things that are very very different because different to traditional strategy consultancies we are offering all of our tool sets for free so you can Mm -hmm. sign up on the website and you can can download um, really um, comprehensive collection of very comprehensive collection of um, different methodologies canvases tools um, and i think that already shows the the much different approach
0: definitely that's why you are a so-called open source consultancy
1: yeah that's that's actually the idea um mm-hmm. so so the idea is to really um accelerate transformation and inform uh, innovation and from our perspective it doesn't make sense to disclose information from the world <laughs> to make um, money of it you know mm-hmm. um so so we are not making the money with that we are making the money with the expertise how to apply and implement um these things into Um, Yeah, let's call it the the, the company buddy, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Great, I like that.
0: So tell us more about these tools and models. I I think you call them Unite Models, right?
1: Yes. Um, So it goes back to to my partner Stefan um, who wrote a book. It's called How to Create Innovation. And it basically is a collection of um, tools and canvases Um, Many of them are not entirely new, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um, it's um, a a big portion of it is curation, but it's more than just curation. It's also um, bringing all the different um, methodologies and tools into an order or in some cases also filling the gaps between different uh, um, tools to make one big innovation approach out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very, very comprehensive. So of course, if you if you would go, if you would specialize um, on a certain topic, let's say jobs to be done, um, then you can dig much much deeper. Um, so this is not the the approach that we are having. Um, our approach is really to have from a very early um, strategy and what are we going to do until how do I actually build the teams to implement this. Um, but in every of these different topics, you can, of course, dig much, much deeper, this.
0: Obviously. Do you have a favorite strategic tool or model you work with?
1: Um, well, uh, at, at the moment, because <laughs> I was so busy with it, I'm very much into um, value proposition and, and, and jobs to be done. But um, That's uh, the thing that I was busy with in the last couple of months. That can also change.
0: All right. So um, give us an example of how you make your customers part of the co-creation process. How does it work in practical terms?
1: Um, Of course, it always depends on what you're actually doing. So so what I can talk about now is what I have done uh, um, over the course of the last year. and there it was a very co-creative um, way of working with the clients because um, so what what we did was doing some example workshops together, um, then putting all the experiences from it um, into a document. That um, yeah you can call it it's a mix of a presentation or a book, um, and then write the. The, the process really together in a shared document, so with different people as as authors, um, and really having exchange: what to leave in, what to put out, what to formulate differently. So, so this is really, a, yeah, co-creation from my perspective um, in its in its real sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's literally people writing together on something.
0: Great, great. What would you say? Of, of course, would... maybe yeah.
1: maybe to add that, yeah, this only works if you use um, tools <laughs> that 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 make it possible. You know, so of course you need to work with tools where you can write together. Like there are many, like Google Docs or other things. You also need tools like Mural or Miro to do these things mm-hmm. um, together. Yeah, I think that's clear.
0: That was going to be my my next question. Which platforms do you use? to enable this co-creation process. So I think there's um, good examples you named. And what would you say within this transformation process, what, what um, role does brand and branding play within this context?
1: Well, um, it always depends also a little bit on, on what is the desired change um, that that a company wants to have. Um, is it more is it more communication brand strategy focused or is it more um, focused on on product development or other things? Um, so if the second, um, then the change for the brand is is less direct, of course. Um, if you're really working on the brand itself, um, it always depends on what direction you want to reposition it or, or to change it. Um, but brand itself remains um, an important factor for orientation. No question, that has not changed, you know. Um, I think it has become even more important because we have so many information around us. Um, we already talked about the filtering earlier. And brand clearly is, um, from my perspective, still the most powerful way to um,
0: to give orientation to customers. Orientation. I also think it has a lot to do with identification, especially within these huge transformation processes. Talking about internal processes as well to make your employees turn them into brand ambassadors so they really know what their brand stands for and they are um, enlightened uh, to, to work for this company and um, stay loyal to it. But also I think it has a lot to do with trust as well talking about the customers of your customers
1: absolutely (laughs) so um yeah so so i think there are so many um aspects of a brand um you, you, you named many um can also be community you can also build an explorer band you can also build a power brand you can also build um yeah i think you mentioned an identity brand um, these are all aspects that are important. Of course, also the definition of the brand um, to the company itself. So, what is mm-hmm. the brand purpose? What is the company purpose? Um, um, what is the vision? All these things are are part of a brand. I think what has changed um, with um, technology over the course um, of the last years, especially with social media, is that authenticity has clearly become more important um, yep. than it was before because people have much more direct access to brands and the brand behavior <laughs> towards um, things or the brand's attitude towards things in the, in the world um, is playing a much more important role than it did years ago
0: definitely and authenticity is also one of the biggest threats i would say um, <laughs> talking about deep fakes etc pp
1: yes <laughs> so um so i think the requirements for us as individuals um have become really really challenging um so the level of of competences you need to understand um messages in the right way um is is, is really significant and we also see that happening. I, I think this really has an impact on society. I think there is a good reason that um, we see a crisis of democracy. Mm-hmm. And for me, as somebody who, who, who studied um, media, um, that's absolutely not surprising. Actually, it's logical. <laughs> so uh, democracies are um, yeah, it's not a coincidence um, that they are linked to traditional mass media and that the very very um granular communication nowadays um works differently so that means we have um so in some countries let's say the us it's even hard to agree on what is reality um you can seriously argue with um alternative facts so um i think that is something what what we could not have imagined um Mm -hmm. In the 20th century and this will go on and um, of course you know technology is a main reason for that and what information is true what information is not true what is actually truth um, what is my reality what is your reality all this um, becomes a much more individual thing that has a lot of um, influences to it um, so, so yeah um, what i can say is i don't personally don't know where this ends um, But this change is is happening, and in the past um, humans were always able to adapt in ways to that. Um, (laughs) But I personally cannot tell um, how that looks like, but I'm
0: curious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we all are. But um, still getting out your glass bowl, um, what still needs to be invented in your opinion?
1: (sighs) Well... um, now it's now it's getting deep (laughs) Um, I think um, actually I I think we need to invent new humans (laughs) that are able to to deal with all of what we have created Um, but I don't know if this is a uh, technological invention, or if it's um, something that that happens differently. I don't know.
0: Okay, new humans. Um, I really like this aspect. Um, What would you you say, more machine-like humans, or um, in which direction will it go, or might it go?
1: Yeah, I I, I think uh, that's hard to say, because at the same time, Machines are becoming more human, um, so I think, as I mentioned earlier, that we cannot distinguish between a machine and a, and a human anymore, relatively mm-hmm. soon. So, so, so this question does not really um, exist. But, but one thing is clear: in the last um, millions of years, um, the natural evolution was slower than the um, technical evolution. So, if you're talking about invention, um, it's probably Happening um, on a more technological level, but let's see. I, I really have no idea.
0: Great. And last but not least, what is the one question, Sasha, you always wanted to answer in an interview?
1: <laughs> well, uh, honestly, I'm I'm really happy with all questions. I I really like it um, to respond to something. What's what comes up, and what <laughs> happens in that moment. And I don't want to plan too much in these situations because it's much more. Interesting when things happen spontaneously.
0: So did I. It was a very good, very spontaneous interview, Sasha. I liked it very much. I appreciate it. And we need to talk soon.
1: Thank you very much, Nadine. Thank you.
0: So far so good, dear listeners. Stay tuned for the next bites. And in the meantime, feel free to like, share, and above all, follow up on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, YouTube, WhatsApp, Insta, Facebook, and so on. Yours, Markenfeld.